We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the NBA Front Office Show. NBA Front Officers, welcome in. Whether you like that name or not, <laughs> welcome in. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. We've got a lot to get into today. Some exciting injury news, some stuff that could make an impact on the overall outcome of the play. I mean, could change who hoists the championship trophy. Some of these, these injury returns that we've got to talk about today, a number of other things. But first, Keith and I, you, you, we were just lamenting that we finished last show and didn't even mention that the latest Marvel trailer dropped. I don't know how we, we didn't bring this up last time, but Miss Marvel... I mean, it looks, it looks fantastic. looks absolutely amazing. Just like everything. We get excited for everything Marvel, but I'm like, I wasn't a huge fan of the comics. It was a little bit past my time and everything, but I'm looking at this going, heck yeah, I'm going to watch that. Yeah, man. If huge failure on our part, <laughs> not to even mention it uh, yesterday, because we both watched it. Um, it was so cool to me. The number of people who were in the comments saying, you know, oh my God, it's a superhero who looks like oh, me. Yeah. Like, finally, a brown superhero. Like, all these, like, that's so cool. My daughter's super excited because, one, it's yeah. a girl, it's a teenage girl. It's like going to have some like high school drama in it. She loves Spider Man because of yeah. that, right? Because that's like, like her, she's a little younger, but like her age of interest stuff right now. So, yeah, it, it's, I, I cannot wait. Like, it's, we got Moon Knight starts oh. in two weeks. Um, from today, uh, Moon Knight comes out, and that 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 one's gonna be awesome. So I can't wait for that one. And then yeah, and then then we'll have uh, the, that'll take us right into Doctor Strange. That'll take us in, uh, into Ms. Marvel. And yeah, it's just gonna keep keep going. And you know, and, and, and in the interim time, when you need need a little something else, you get a little Star Wars stuff going on. We're talking about that a little bit too. We get some Star Wars shows coming with Obi Wan. Yeah. And man, it's just you sit here and you look at the stuff, and it's like man, just keep keep bringing me content. <laughs> I will absorb all of it that I can. Yeah, I'm so excited. At this point, Keith, we're going to have to have, at some point during the, the summer drought, we're going to have to have a show that's just dedicated to all the nerdy stuff that we that we yeah. get into. Show, shows, whatever worth of shows, yeah. <laughs> whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. When we get into August and there's literally nothing happening basketball right. wise, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll get deep into the Marvel universe. So who knows, man, maybe we'll find there's more of an interest in that. And that's what we'll do. <laughs> the NBA front office slash Marvel show. Yeah, so we'll it. come up. We'll come up with a catchier title, but and then we'll, we'll as we're breaking down Marvel episodes and movies, we'll we'll hey, and the uh, Lakers signed this guy <laughs> as a throw at the end. <laughs> All right, let's um, 
Let's start with this because I'm I'm super excited about the injury stuff. Uh, Jamal Murray, because we had heard just the other day that now it was kind of like 50-50 on whether or not he was going to come back. He's coming back. He's being assigned to, well, assuming all goes well, he's being assigned to the G League. uh, That'll give him a chance to get his legs under him, which first and foremost, that's great. You know, we're starting to see higher profile guys spend time recovering in the G league, which is more like major league baseball style mm-hmm. where guys who are coming back from injury will spend a little bit of time in the minors to kind of get their, uh, get up to speed. And so that's what, that's a good thing I think for the G league now, as far as, you know, that becoming a more and more legitimate thing every single year, but bigger picture yep. for the Denver nuggets, you get Jamal Murray back. That's huge. Michael Porter jr. Still, you know, we're not sure exactly there, but just getting Jamal Murray back is massive for them and just puts potentially another team into the mix in this wild scenario that we've got coming into the playoffs where you've got probably eight teams that you could look at and say, this team could win a championship. Like If everything hits just right for Denver, they could be in that mix too once they get everybody healthy. Yeah, for sure. I mean, what's interesting is Denver's only a game and a half ahead mm-hmm. of the Wolves for that 6-7 line, and that's such an important line, right, because it keeps you out yeah. of the play-in tournament if you get that six seed. But they're also only a game and a half out of fourth um, behind Utah and Dallas, who are tied for the 4-5 spot. So it it really is kind of the, the West has now kind of divided itself into some tiers. You've got the Suns in a tier of their own. Then you've got the Grizzlies and Warriors fighting it out for 2-3. Then you've got really kind of Jazz Mavericks Nuggets for four, five, six. Maybe Minnesota can catch Denver for six. Uh, probably not. I mean, they're only three games behind the Jazz and Mavs, so I guess that's not so far. That's you know a bad week, and you you buy one and a good week for yourself, and you make that up. And then you got the Clippers kind of sitting in a tear in their own in the eight spot, and then you got Lakers, Pelicans, you know nine, ten. So we're we're into all these tiers now are forming in the West. Whereas the East, it's really still kind of like uh, you know couple tiers of you know just mashed together teams but yeah when we talk about the nuggets specifically anything they can do to take a little bit of the load off Nikola Jokic huge because he's just had to do so much for them and and he is one of the guys he he I don't mean this at all that he's out of shape. He's not athletic because that's all I'm trying to say. But because his game is not really based on speed and you know athleticism he can carry a heavy load and a heavy mm-hmm. minutes load uh, better than I think most others. He, that's probably one of his best skills is how durable he is. He just doesn't ever miss time. He's always in the games, but you don't want to go into the playoffs with this dude having to do everything. Um, and yeah. And then you mentioned it you know, briefly. We, we don't know fully. We haven't mm-hmm. gotten full word, a little bit of news out of Denver. Michael Porter jr. Is not going on this G league assignment. And it sounds like it's for good reasons. Cause it sounds like he's maybe a little closer to coming back. And again, just another score that you can get. Even if you, you can get Marion Porter 15 minutes a game each, that's 15 minutes a game of, you know, good, solid offensive play, most likely. But not to be a downer, we're in the middle of March. This has to happen within the mm-hmm. next week or so because otherwise there's just not enough time to ramp these guys up. And that's what you get a little worried about is, you know, are you going to have enough time because you can't be trying to incorporate guys in the first round of the playoffs. The good news is, as far as the system goes, 
There's no, like we talked about it with Ben Simmons, right? That's going to yeah. take time. There's no ramp up time needed. They know what the system is. They should be able to you know, plug them back in. It's more just about finding their rhythm on the court. Exactly, exactly. And and so that could be a big, big step for the Nuggets. Could be a big thing for the NBA playoffs. We'll see what winds up happening. But like you said, should be a little bit easier to incorporate him. And another guy that's going to be able to just slide right back into his team, Jarrett Allen will not be having surgery to fix uh, the broken finger. Instead, uh, he is expected to be back before playoff time. Again, fingers crossed. Well, pun intended, I guess. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Don't cross them too far. But fingers taped. taped uh, that Jared <laughs> Allen, that's a good one. Uh, Jared Allen will be indeed back and ready to go. It was so important for these Cavs who have had a, a great season, a surprising season, have slid a little bit recently, but but still can be a very dangerous team come playoff time, but they need Jared Allen back in there. So good news, no surgery, and hopefully he'll be back and ready to go for the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, the Cavs, they're four and six in their last 10. Uh, the Raptors are six and four, and they've closed to within a game of Cleveland. Cleveland is also now, they're only three and a half ahead of mm -hmm. Brooklyn. Um, so that's within striking distance, right? That's if the Nets can keep playing well, which they've won four straight uh, now with Kevin Durant back in the group, in the lineup. Now we're going to get to him in a minute, but we talked about it yesterday. Kyrie now only has three games left that he can play uh, in the regular season. So that's going to be kind of a, kind of something to watch there, but sticking with Cleveland, we want, I don't want – I kind of want them to get the sixth spot because I would hate to see them slide into the play-in, have some bad luck, and get knocked mm -hmm. out and not make it after what has been such a great step-forward season for them. Um, so we're, we'll we'll see. I think uh, reading some stuff, talking to some people, it sounds like had Jared Allen had the surgery, it was like four mm -hmm. weeks that he might have missed. Um, so they're basically going to say like, Hey, it becomes almost a pain tolerance thing. Can he handle it? And if he can, then great. We, we, we get him back out there and in there getting healthy or right. Uh, Karis Levert's been back. Whereas Rondo is back for the most part. So, um, sounds like they're, they're going to be probably as healthy as they're going to get. Cause I don't think Colin Sexton is going to make no. that return. Remember it was a couple months ago. I want to say that we had, a, you know, Maybe he could make it back. I, we haven't heard anything yeah. on that, so I don't think that's going to happen. It was always doubtful that it, that he was going to. It was just kind yeah. of that was left out there. You know, if he pulls a Cam Akers or something like that, then maybe somehow he, he makes it. But it, it, it was doubtful. So, uh, but it, again, could be. And factoring in, he's going to be a free yes. agent. Like, you're not going to push things going that's, into the summer that's a good point that's a good point and not just from a team perspective but from colin sexton's perspective if you're yeah. heading into free agency yep. let's say you come back and you're at 80 percent, and you don't look very good we talked all about how important his percentages are to his overall value if you let's say you come out and you shoot poorly and you don't look good you might have just done damage to your free agent prospects as or god forbid you right yeah or, or you suffer another again, injury right? like that's yeah yeah <sighs> Yeah, so there, yep. there's a lot on the line yep. there. So this this makes a lot of sense. But in any event, yep. Jared Allen should be back. That's that's fantastic, fantastic news. Mm -hmm. uh, let's uh, let's go to Gordon yeah, Hayward. Let's do that because uh, it's another one on the positive side. Sounds like he's going to start ramping up his work this week, uh, working back into contact mm -hmm. work next week. He's been out a while now. Um, so we, you know, if you're the Hornets, they've done well holding off the the Wizards. I, I think they're going to. Going to pull that off. The Wizards are now four games behind the Hornets. So that's a pretty, you know, three in the loss column, but four overall. That's a, you know, we're starting to think that's probably not happening. 
um, there. So, and you know, Charlotte is two games behind Brooklyn, so maybe there's still a chance to move up into that eight spot and get into that first plan. But you got to get healthy, got to get your guys back, got to get playing because I think the challenge with the Hornets is they don't have a Hayward replacement on their roster. Um, they they become a bigger team because Miles Bridges slides down to the three. And then you start P.J. Washington alongside Mason Plumley, And you just don't have that other playmaker shooter uh, that you've had. They're, they're a better team when Bridges is at the four, Hayward's at the three. And then you've got Ball and Rozier in the backcourt. So uh, I'm I'm very you know hopeful that he can get back and stay on the court. But that was a pretty nasty sprained ankle that he suffered. So, But sounds like maybe – so if they're saying ramp up this week – contact next week maybe you know a couple contact practices early in the week maybe by the end of next week he's back which is important i mean just get him back on the floor get those reps in get his legs under him you're i mean you're going to need him come playoff time so get him back in end of next week okay we're we're on schedule then uh then you can go from there that's it yeah uh kyrie irving kyrie irving saw what carl anthony towns did (laughs) and dropping 60 and said oh yeah i can do that uh, and so he puts up 60 points against Orlando, or as you put it on Twitter, Keith, Kyrie is trying to make the most of the few games that he has left to play. Yeah. Impressive performance, reminding everybody just how good he really is and how big of a deal the mandates are in far, as far as keeping him out of action, too. Uh, I mean, this is it's, it's a big swing, whether you have or don't have Kyrie Irving out there on the floor if you're the Brooklyn Nets. So, uh, I mean, he's mm-hmm. he's incredible. Dropped 60 points on the Orlando Magic, which, I mean, that's not a top-tier team. But still, scoring 60 points in an NBA game, it's, it's a difficult yeah. thing to do. Well, and they had 80-something points at halftime, and he had 41 of them. <laughs> so, I mean, that's just, you know, you were starting to, like, I went into the half saying, and if Orlando can just keep this close enough, like he might be, you know, going for 70 uh-huh. or so here. And then, you know, it just turned into such a laugh for that. I think the Nets, I, it was funny. I was asked about this today. Is like, when do you pull a guy out of a game like that? And I think Steve Nash played it almost perfectly. Mm-hmm. He left them in long enough. He broke with the 60 points. He broke the Nets franchise scoring record, left them in just long enough to do that. And then, got him out, emptied the bench, yeah. and they they played it out with the with the handful of reserves they had available. And I think that's kind of the way you treat it. As long as the game's not getting chippy. If it starts getting yeah. chippy and like he drives and somebody wipes him out, then you have to start thinking about, eh, yeah, this is let's maybe move on. And I I want to say I remember there was a game um when Nash was on the Suns as a player. Uh I think it was Raja Bell got hurt in a late season mm-hmm. game. Uh, maybe hurt an ankle or something. I may have the player wrong, but it affected him into the playoffs and they weren't as strong of a playoff team. And I remember Nash, you know, kind of saying like, yeah, you know, we played because remember Mike D'Antoni only played mm-hmm. eight guys. Yeah. So it was, I know you're familiar with that from his Lakers mm-hmm. time, um, but it was, I remember Nash kind of making a comment of like, yeah, we, we didn't need to be out there up 25 in the fourth quarter. You know, that was the time. And that's when Bell got hurt. And I kind of wonder if that stuck with him. I'm like, yeah, I want to get my guys out of there. But when you have a chance to make history, let the guy make history and, and go. Yeah, that's that's absolutely the way to do it. You don't want to put any unnecessary risk onto the player, especially nope. this close to the playoffs. But if you have a chance to do yeah. that, you want to make sure the player takes that because that's big for the for the player. You know, that's uh, that's an important thing for them. And and so you want to have them have that opportunity to do something like that and then go from there. So 
Uh, that's that's yep. the right call. That's the right way to play it. And hopefully he's able to, um, you know, to to continue playing on in the playoffs. And who knows, maybe we'll get some incredible performances like that out of him. It was funny because I did see somebody say, you know, it kind of could be a weapon for the Nets in those games because he's going to be fresh. Mm-hmm. Like he's he has only played in a handful of games this season. So he he, you know, when everybody else is kind of trying to get over bumps and bruises and find a little bit extra for the postseason, he may be coming in deal with a little bit something more. And I, and I look at it as I mean, look at what he did in the Philly mm-hmm. game where he really that might be his best defensive performance I can remember. I mean, he locked on to James Harden was like, I got him and, you know, really did, did his thing. And that comes with fresh legs. So let's let's see how, how this plays out for the Nets. They're still in the eight spot. They're two and a half behind Toronto. I'm just going to say just because I think it's worth repeating. That's not where they want to be because then that means Kyrie can't play in the first game mm-hmm. in Toronto and he wouldn't be able to play um, when they come back home if they lost that game uh, in the second playing game uh, back in Brooklyn. So they either want to get up to seven or they probably wouldn't mind seeing Toronto pass Cleveland and Cleveland slide into to seven themselves. And of course, you know, the Nets would love to get up to six sure. if they they can can pull that off and run the Cavs down from behind. I just that one. They're four games behind in the loss column. That starts to get to be. We're, we're running out of out of runway for that. Yeah, yeah. Thirteen games. Uh, all right, let's get to the Knicks. Reportedly, according to Jake Fisher from Bleacher Report, the Knicks plan to keep Tom Thibodeau. Uh, I mean, this has not been the season that Knicks fans thought oh. it would be. Um, to some degree, Knicks and Lakers Spider Man meme right now uh, in terms of, <laughs> in terms of how their fan bases are feeling, um, but. It hasn't been the season that they thought it would be. Knicks, though, sticking with Tom Thibodeau. This is a veteran coach, been around for a long time. There's there's pluses and minuses to to Tibbs' coaching style and all that. Is this, Keith, do you think this is the right move? You just kind of write off this season as like, hey, it's not ideal, but we still believe in what we've got here, and let's tweak whatever we need to and then move forward? Or do you think I'm, fans tend to go to, no, nope, it's the coach's fault, get rid of the coach, do you think a move should have been, should be made here by New York? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I I do. I think um, I do think it's the right move mm-hmm. to keep him because if you look at it, they were... 41 and 31 last year, remember, 10, 10 games, yeah. shorter season. But they'd agree to the, that's probably high 40s win pace, if I did that math correctly. So they were a pretty good team last season. 
So you look at it and say, all right, did this year, did things just kind of go like sideways? And is that what caused this? Or is this more real? Or is this the whole deal of like Tibbs in year two and beyond starts to get tough? I think what you do is you bring them back, but you kind of sort of make it known, hey, we're on a short leash here. Because if if this goes um, poorly at the beginning of next year, we're going to move on. Uh, fairly quickly and have some form of succession plan in place to be able to go, you know, um, you know, with things very quickly if if it doesn't get better uh, next year. Yeah, this is the kind of situation where if you're the Knicks, you've got to be careful that it doesn't go too far. Like if you start to get evidence next season that, OK, this wasn't just a one season blip, um then then you have to be ready to to pull that plug and, and move forward. And that's why I think if I'm the Knicks, if I'm the, the Knicks front office, the way I'm approaching this is, okay, we're hanging on to Tom Thibodeau, but let's have a list. Let's have a list. Mm-hmm. What If this is the path we go down, it's still not working, who do we turn to, right? You want to have that, have that backup plan in place yep. so you know what your actions are going to be so you're not scrambling midway through the season next year if things aren't working out exactly yeah you just you you just want to be in a spot to you know uh reverse course quickly if you can versus you can't commit to we're just going to ride it out all the next year too because then now you've kind of tossed another year away and that's just not a good place to be in all right uh a negative injury story here Jaden mcdaniels out for the wolves that's a, a tough loss for them uh, out due to an ankle sprain been a, a solid season for minnesota mm-hmm. but now he's going to be lost for probably at least a few weeks that he's going to be out yeah they said they'll reevaluate him in a couple weeks but that okay. was just the reevaluation in a couple so weeks a and that generally we as we know does not mean the return mm-hmm. uh to that yeah i mean he's been a big part of their rotation he's been a part-time starter he basically starts in the days when uh jared vanderbilt doesn't play or if they go a little bit bigger in the front court if like anthony edwards is out or if edwards slides uh down from the three to one of the backcourt but 9.4 rebound or points per game, 4.3 rebounds. He's almost at a steal and a block per game, but in limited minutes, he only plays 26 minutes a night. So that's a you know pretty big impact. His shooting's dropped off a little bit this year, but he's you know generally a you know okay shooter from the outside. But he does you know kind of uh, play a pretty big role as one of their better defensive uh, forwards because they don't necessarily have a lot of that. Um, so yeah, so that that is concerning that he's he's gonna miss some some time here and there they're gonna have to lean on guys like vanderbilt more torian prince probably a little bit more as well uh in that that grouping prince will probably see his playing time tick up some off the bench maybe jake layman josh akoji uh get back in there we'll we'll see uh last thing we've got here your celtics your celtics made a move malik fits yeah how does malik Malik yeah, Malik fits. He he fits <laughs> quite well on the bench. He is uh he's become quickly beloved in Boston because he has some incredible bench reactions to to big plays. He he's like one of those yep, yep he's one of those guys who's like jumping up mm-hmm. and down and he's yeah when I'm sure you saw when Jalen Brown uh, absolutely sent Maxi Kleba um to to oblivion. Yes. 
um, or to Bolivian, as uh, Mike Tyson would say. <laughs> um, he, <laughs> he and then dapped up K, KG during play, um, which was funny because some of the old heads were like, ah, it shouldn't be. Get back on defense. It's like, no, you dunk a man like that and you can dap up KG on KG day. You absolutely do it. Um, but Malik Fitz was like diving on the floor on the sideline and acting all crazy. So he's going to stick around. And they, they also like to he's a guy who has a little bit of size at the forward position so they can put him out there uh, kind of as somebody who can maybe make Jason Tatum work at least a little bit and practices and those kind of things. So, uh, you know, if you're going to be one of those end of the bench guys, you better be you better bring something as far as being a locker room presence, personality and those kind of things, because that's you know, really important. Uh, one last thing, just because I only just saw it. Uh, John Collins starting to get a little concerning. Yeah. He's got a problem with with a finger and it's on his shooting hand. It's his ring finger on his shooting hand. Um, but it's where it is. It's not something that can like be taped or anything like that. Um, the best course of action is to splint it and rest it. And that's, you know, kind of rough for the Hawks because the Hawks are, uh, they, they've won three in a row. Now they're back to 500. They've closed the gap. Well, really haven't because the Nets are winning games, but they're hanging in there uh, behind the Nets as they try to push up in the East, staying ahead of the Hornets. But that's worrisome if Collins can't get back. Yeah, um, he's already yeah he's been ruled out for tonight's game, so he's he's out for that. Not I mean they're in such a perilous spot that any this this is where an injury could really make or break your season. So hopefully he can get back in there and uh, and be good to go shortly. I I got to look at the schedule to see what their next opportunity to play is. I'd imagine probably Friday. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Unless they go back. Uh, yeah, I think so. I haven't looked. Uh, yeah, because there's only one game on right. the schedule tomorrow. It's a you know, blockbuster Magic Pistons game. Oh, they've got, they've um, got Memphis on <laughs> The Hawks do. Yeah, so that's tough. That's uh, that's a tough one. So, yeah, tomorrow uh, NCAA tournament kicks off in full tomorrow uh, with the full full uh, full bracket slate. You still have plenty of time up till tip off tomorrow, twelve mm-hmm. fifteen Eastern. Uh, you can join our bracket group, front office fans or front office show fans is the name over on ESPN. The link um, is on my Twitter. You can find it a couple different places, Ooh. but you uh, can join in, and we're gonna let whoever wins the bracket uh give us a prediction a rant something that they want to uh, get off their chest uh you know if you really don't feel like doing that if you want to give us a, a show topic we'll we'll take that it's just keep it appropriate <laughs> it's going to be be okay but we'll, we'll, we'll we will do that uh for the winner and then of course you get bragging rights right you'll be able to tell everybody you want to want a bracket pool but up until 12 15 tomorrow uh 12 15 eastern one colorado state and michigan tip it off uh you you'll be good who do you know on those two teams? Anybody? Yeah, you got anybody in, in mind? I know you're not a big no, guy. No, I don't. I don't. I'm I'm actually just looking at the bracket now. It's it's it like it's filled in a lot since I last checked. I was like, whoa, okay, we've got multiple pages now of people who have who have, who oh, have joined man. the joined the group. I'm gonna put the, the link again in the description down below. Perfect. So uh so yeah, make sure you guys sign up. 
All right, I'm going to give you the guy to watch in that very first game. Yep. You ready? David Roddy from oh. Colorado State. Okay. He is a uh, he he's a forward guard size guy, about six foot five. Pretty tough. He's a pretty good shot maker. He's going to get drafted if he comes out early. Probably will. Um, so that's somebody watching. Then Michigan has a couple big guys, uh, Musa Diabate and um, Hunter Dickinson. Okay. Are two guys to watch for Michigan as well as Caleb Houston. He, he's a Another guy who, who looks pretty solid. But David Roddy, if he had a good tournament run, he might be able to play himself in a first-round status. So he's right on the cusp. I like it. I like it. Cool. Yeah. All right. Um, whoever whoever drafts him, you get automatic, like, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Right? <laughs> That's you it, get, right? Yeah, you can you make all the, all the memes that you want and no doubt. good to go with yeah. that. Yep. All right. Um, before we finish up today, I did want to take a moment and read. We got a great uh, review over on Apple Podcasts, and, and just yeah, these, these mean a ton it. to us. So I wanted to make sure that we we addressed it. Uh, this came in on on Friday. Uh, I, I didn't check it over the weekend. We checked it yesterday and mentioned it, but uh, but uh, we've got a review here that says Keith and Trevor have excellent chemistry. They both display a tremendous amount of knowledge of all things NBA. In particular, they do an excellent job of breaking down trades, contracts, cap space, and draft picks. There aren't two podcasters out there who have a better understanding of the finer details of the league than these guys. That's very much. That's very, very nice. Appreciate. Yeah, very, very yeah. nice. So we we really Love do it. appreciate these these reviews that come in on Apple Podcasts. They help us out. Huge. They help the show. Uh, you give us that five star rating too, and it's definitely something that that helps. And and again, we love we love reading the the feedback. So. Make sure if you haven't done it yet, please give us that uh, give us that rating, that review over there on Apple Podcasts, or you can do it on Spotify, wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. Yeah, we love when you guys tell us, yo, you guys are the best kept secret, but don't keep it a yes, secret. Please tell people, <laughs> right? But we we won't change. We promise, we'll still be 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 there for you. Where we're not going to change, uh, you know, who you'll know, be being secrets or anything like that. So yeah, yeah, let's uh, let's have uh, you know, a little bit of fun. You know, share share the love, share the joy, and and good. Yeah, and if you guys write us a rating or review over there, and it's appropriate because we've got a couple that they're pretty funny, but we're we're not, <laughs> not going to read them on the show. Uh, but we appreciate those ones too. But if you write one that's appropriate we will read it on the show all right that's right we will uh we will give those a shout out right here but thank you everybody for watching appreciate it make sure you are subscribing to the youtube channel as well don't forget to turn on those notifications till next time everybody stay safe and see ya <laughs>